What's up? Today I talked to Stacy Burkhart. This was fall 2019, and Stacy started Sage Green Bay, which is a nonprofit focused on outreach. It's really there to become a platform for local artists to give them a voice um, through different local events and um, and otherwise in the Green Bay community and. This was a cool conversation. I really like talking to people who who recognize the need for vision. And Stacy's been very committed. Sage is still going on, still very active, still trying new things, which is awesome to see. And um, definitely a vision of, of what the creative scene in Green Bay has to do to set itself apart. Um, and I think Stacy's still strong in that community helping that to to leave the space for something like that to happen um green bay finding its artistic voice which which is beautiful so without further ado um please enjoy my conversation with stacy burkhart five four three what's up friends what's up friends we're back but why not? But why not? We're live. What's up, friends? I'm Evan Frymuth. This is the But Why Not podcast. Today, I'm with Stacy Burkhart of Green Bay, Depeer, yes, Green Bay thanks area. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. She's with Sage Green mm-hmm. Bay, and it is a community for creative entrepreneurs, and they meet monthly. Yeah. And uh, they put together events. They help mm-hmm. other nonprofits. It is itself a nonprofit. Yeah. And Stacy's going to start us out with the question of the day. Yeah, so I totally overthought this when you sent me that I had to come up with a question of the day. And then it was like really blatantly obvious because it's the question that we always ask our members um, when they want to be a part of what we do. And that is, what's your story? And what we mean by that is when when it comes to artists and when it comes to makers, uh, we choose the medium by which we work with based on who we are. Mm-hmm. And how can we reflect and express who we are through the work that we do? And so, so that's where Share Your Story comes from. We really emphasize that. And then we emphasize a really honest environment with our artists. So Very cool. Yeah. So everyone listening, what is your story? Um, that's really cool. And with the internet kind of connecting everyone the yeah, way absolutely. it has, uh, it, seems like, it seems like everyone has to figure out their story to me which is yeah well it's been a really great journey for us coming Mm -hmm. together because we created it like i said an open and honest environment by which we all felt comfortable sharing our story sometimes that's the first step having the courage to say this is who i am this is why i do what i do and and to create uh, and hold space for people to do that Mm -hmm. and to feel encouraged to do that and even to go so far as to step outside their comfort zone it's been really valuable for us over the last couple years yeah that's really cool Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally it seems like the way the world works, you almost have to have you have to have like the gumption to because personal brand seems so important mm-hmm. because everything's moving toward well, everything's always been personal brand. Mm-hmm. Like they say it's it's who you know, but who the reason you know who you know is typically because of who you are, sure. right? Sure. Um but that's awesome. So like what is Sage's story? So Sage is my story, (laughs) basically, as far as when we're coming to sharing stories. Um, So like I was telling you earlier, I moved to Green Bay five years ago, and I already had an existing small business. And what I was dealing with was where to plug in. 
and I had no idea. And the funny story that I always share with people is that one of the first shows that I ever set up at was a craft show inside a nursing home. <laughs> that's how that's how desperate I was to find a space to show people what I was capable of and what mm-hmm. I did. And you know, the conversations with those old ladies were was absolutely fantastic and it was an invaluable experience for me and I learned a lot especially being new to the area. Um, but as I continued in search of how I could be a part of the small business community, it was really hard. And uh, eventually I started you know, connecting with other makers that I would see at shows um, on a pretty regular basis, uh, one of them being Sharon Day, who owns Ginger and Waldo. And so we started conversing on almost a daily basis, honestly, just about our small business, what we were doing, what we were up to. And um, in November of 2016, we said, you know, I bet somebody else would take value from participating in this kind of conversation. And so February 2017, we said, we're going to do this. (laughs) And we just made an open call for anybody that wanted to join us on the planning side. We didn't even have a name. We didn't necessarily know what we wanted to do. We just know that we wanted, we knew that we wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And um, March, 2017, we had our first meeting. There were three of us. Um, Dana Tingley with Mercy Natural Soap was the third. She actually came up with our name, so I always give her credit for that because SAGE stands for share, accept, grow, and encourage. And then, like I said, sharing our story, um, accepting things as they come. We really emphasize a positive environment. So if something, if you have a bad show, it's okay. What did you take from it? Um, growing. We challenge each other. Um, we're constantly saying, you know, I think this is what you're capable of. And we, we offer our point of view um, on, on people and their individual businesses. And then encourage. Uh, like we <laughs> We're crazy. Like, I don't even know how else to put it. The energy is just so fantastic when we come together. Yeah. Yeah, so you were saying um, you started with three. Now, now it's big groups. Yeah. What uh, What does Sage do before we kind of um, chip away at? at more of that story so um we weren't really necessarily sure what it was that we were going to do in the beginning other than we wanted to get together and meet once a month just to kind of connect because a lot of us worked from home and we just wanted a space where we could come and talk about what was going on um after that we formed a group on facebook we really used the crap out of (laughs) social media um and so the the facebook group is for our small business artisans and makers to just come together to talk about those upcoming shows that you did really well at last year and to say, hey, I think you should apply for this, to um, offer up ideas, to shoot funny memes out, to make everybody laugh, to, you know, build each other up. Um, And then, you know, after that, we started hosting uh, pop-ups once a month just to be able to sell our product. Um, And those were really hit and miss, but we enjoyed each other's company so much that it Mm -hmm. it didn't matter. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. um, we started hosting DIY classes and getting involved in the community. And now that's really our focus, Um, showing the community that art is for everyone, that it's an inclusive space and that everyone is welcome to come and create with us. Cool. So, um, so things have changed essentially is what you're saying, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's really transitioned. And, (laughs) And you've kind of gained some focus. And I think obviously that shows through in maybe like your posts and how the community functions sure. going from five people to now you said about 35 people meet yeah, with you guys yeah. monthly. Um, the last few months there's been like 35 to 40 people in there and every time you know I there is never a moment where I don't recognize that it's those members that come together to encourage others to join what we're doing. Um, it's it's never just one person. It's an entire collective of people really saying, this is great, I love being a part of this, you should be a part of it too. And we, we found that 
that getting involved in the community was where we found the most value you know that mm-hmm. really interacting with our neighbors was an amazing experience far greater than than sitting at our craft shows and trying to sell our product so mm-hmm. cool um so when you say what we do um, why don't you explain to me like what it is that Sage does it's completely in recent unexplainable. times? The energy is so fantastic. <laughs> it cannot be replicated in words. <laughs> so, um, so as far as what we do, um, this summer we, we took a lot of time to um, plan with On Broadway. Uh, one of the big events that we did just last last week was the pop-up gallery so we wanted to emphasize that green bay is full of artists and makers that are talented and you don't have to look outside the community that it's it's present and it's Mm -hmm. definitely there and so we did a really short (laughs) call for art um and then um in addition to the the gallery itself where there were art pieces that were made by uh, local artisans and makers we had the pockets and in those pockets were artisans demonstrating their work so you had a painter and you had a, a knitter that was spinning yarn and you had a weaver and you had a spray paint artist and then we incorporated spoken word and we incorporated original music as well as djs and then we had food and and it was a really fantastic event and and we were so uplifted by the community's response we said we just want to keep doing this mm. we just this this is what it's all about when's um, the next one ignite market mm-hmm. so that one again with on broadway um, we've had two now and um, we just allow our artisans to set up a space where they showcase who they are and what they do some of them choose to do a, a diy that charges a fee some of them choose to interact with the community at no charge and then we have a community art piece and um just last weekend we introduced this giant amazing chalkboard <laughs> that that people posted their dreams on and it again it went over really well was that at the last Ignite market? Yeah, okay, yeah that was gotcha. just this past weekend. And where is that um, resting now, the chalkboard? <laughs> or was it like a temporary kind of... No, no, it's resting. <laughs> I would like to thank Betsy on Live TV <laughs> for helping me offload that thing into our new space. Oh, okay, so cool. yeah, we're, we've got it set up in the premiere. Um, it was it was not an easy task to get it in there at midnight, but we did it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we'll fully execute the same concept nice. once we're in there. So Ignite is like a product of sage and on broadway collaborating no um ignite is actually completely on broadway they just offered us a space to execute our art and our creativity okay that's really cool yeah it's really awesome to to collaborate with other groups that are already putting something on and say hey you know what i think you can add value to our event so here's your space that's awesome yeah Yeah. so you guys become a go-to almost like a dreamer's go-to it's just like hey we want uh to take this up an extra notch and uh have fun with it yeah (laughs) yeah well and like i said our energy is so fantastic that um you know people contact us and they say hey would you like to be a part of this event and we're immediately like yes you know i mean Mm -hmm. there's there has yet to be a no uh last this has been a really busy week (laughs) so um we did a fundraiser uh collaboration with cujo uh, in green bay where he was raising money for um boys and girls club and we did just diy painted hats while he did his spoken word and his hip-hop and raised awareness there and raised money there we had a space where kids could come and adults too and and paint hats and so we're both raising money but we're adding value to each other and raising awareness with what we're doing Mm cujo is a music artist a hip-hop spoken word yeah it's really awesome so interesting does he record anything i believe so don't ask me this online oh i'm sorry (laughs) we're just talking (laughs) it's all cool no Maybe I'd like to talk to him. I don't yeah, know. I'm always, I'm always trying to find 
where really is the music scene and and how does it start and that event was a beautiful learning experience for me because that is not something that um i would have necessarily initiated on my own he does uh spoken word um every other week at pepper in green bay which is also another really cool space i'm plugging everybody right now (laughs) Um, what's pepper pepper is an artisan lounge um on broadway um she operates a gluten-free kitchen and um, actually the entire space is gluten-free so the bar and everything but she's been so inviting and welcoming and um, really looks to plug in to the community and allow original musicians to do work and anyway um i had gone to cujo's spoken word Mm -hmm. and um i had asked him to do spoken word at our event for the pop-up gallery and because he was willing to help me i i wanted to be willing to help him and mm-hmm. so we ended up at this hip-hop event and like I said, it was awesome like yeah. I, I mean it was great because these people are are like i said choosing their medium by which to express themselves was the crowd young uh for the most part cool. yeah i mean it was pretty mixed i think he's got a, a good amount of, of followers and um so there was a, a nice little mix but the, the space was so welcoming and um, to hear people's words and you know that like they were saying hip hop isn't all about swear words and guns and right. all that it was really about projecting a message and it was like I said it was really inspiring so that's really cool yeah that's what it's all about I mean at the end of the day is how can we come together to inspire everyone around us Absolutely. to create a better northeast Wisconsin a better world a better yeah everything for sure so when it comes to like where so just to kind of reiterate the things you said at the beginning essentially you um, moved here from indiana yes and there wasn't exactly it it wasn't clear how to be successful as a sewist which you have not said yet (laughs) yep people are i am a sewist yes yes. so you make garments and no i don't make don't make i actually um i started as a toy maker oh wow so um i make memory animals Okay. Um, so what I do is people send me their clothing. Oftentimes, uh, well, I started off with baby clothes, um, but now it's transitioned to like, um, you know, a mourning process if somebody's lost somebody and they mm-hmm. choose the animal. I make like over 20 different animals and it's a really rewarding job for me um, because I actually went to school for psychology and it's like how did I go from wanting to be a psychologist to sitting in a sewing machine 40 plus hours a week and it's that interaction it's that communication and and the respect and hearing people's stories and knowing why they chose what they did for their memory animal and then the reaction is absolutely priceless I bet yeah it really is probably a lot of tears and yeah you know I cry those tears (laughs) it's not just limited to the people I'm making them that's really cool yeah so you came you came with that skill in that direction no I didn't you developed that here that skill um so I I started um making just things like uh burp claws and bibs and Mm. and and small toys for babies and um four years ago somebody said well why don't you start making memory animals the idea of cutting into somebody's article of clothing like baby's home from the hospital outfit Mm. knowing that if i messed up there was no turning back scared the crap out of me i bet (laughs) and and, and so i delayed and i delayed no i'm not gonna do this no i'm not gonna do this and and finally i was like all right i'll try this Mm -hmm. and now i'll take scissors or whatever you put in front of me Mm -hmm. so so confidence builds yeah it helps it helps 600 memory animals later yeah it helps right yeah cool 
Dang. So okay. Sorry. What I'm were, all so over you were the trying place. to sell you were trying to sell kids toys when you first got yes. here. Yep. And more or less you couldn't find the resources that told you these events are good, like are regularly yep. attended and successful and um I'm not wasting my time per se. Exactly. And so Sage was in part founded at first to create this community where you could spread that info and be like, hey, fellow creator, this is a good spot to yeah, go. This is all of it. Applying for your sales permit, knowing where, where and when and how you needed to turn in your t income taxes, all of that. It was just, you know, it's overwhelming when you're doing it by yourself. But if you have a resource that says this is step one, two, three, what have you, and then you have events, you know, this is a good one. This is more for fine artists. This is something more for hobby crafters. As a maker, there is, there's this transition between, I'm just doing this for fun, and I'm hoping that I'm not gonna offend anybody trying to explain this. Um, I'm just doing this for fun, this is a hobby for me, versus this is something that I'm making a business out of, this is something that I wanna you know, make a living wage out of, um, that's mm -hmm. really impossible. But, <laughs> um, you know, paying yourself right. a fair wage. Mm -hmm. And there are shows that are conducive to that, and there are shows that aren't, and mm -hmm. so, because we were that middle ground between the hobbyist crafter and say the fine artists and then the juried art shows it was where do we find a home mm -hmm. and and how do we not set up in a space where i'm trying to pay myself twenty dollars an hour but i'm next to somebody that says "Ooh, if i make a couple bucks i'm happy right. you know because it is a serious business definitely it's yeah and you need infrastructure and community mm -hmm. around it um you had mentioned something we were talking before the show about uh, Green Bay art culture mm -hmm. and basically people saying they feel like it doesn't exist. Um, and that, that was in the past. I'm going to make you talk about it because I think it's important um, because we like what I've been doing with Venture Wisconsin is I try to keep my finger on the pulse of, of art cultures all across Northeast. And so in my observations it's really important when you're trying to create change and when you're trying to foster a particular environment that you observe what exists that you listen to what was and that you combine the two to create something new and so that's like Fibonacci sequence you just made me sound super yeah. smart I'm so <laughs> proud of you for that um, so so basically just just in conversing with you know we have artists from different generations i get poked fun at for being a millennial even though i'm on the elder side and and saying you know this is what existed in green bay 20 years ago this is what we're trying to have happen in 10 years in five years in two years what have you and 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 figuring out what we need to do to create that arts culture or to raise awareness of what already exists because it exists mm -hmm. like there is no denying that whatsoever and mm -hmm. and it's it's fuel to all of us that are fired up to make a difference and to raise awareness that we are artists and we do plan on making a difference and we can build the economy and we can bring more people to Green Bay through what we present. And so, I mean, there's no question that there's an arts culture in Green Bay. It's, it's the, how is the community gonna support it? What do, what do we need to do in order to present ourselves so that the community says, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And on the flip side, what 
I actually even just posted about today is um, Sage maintains that in order to execute a really great event and to raise awareness about arts and culture in the Green Bay area, that it's about the artist. It's about the artist feeling supported. It's about that first step and recognizing that it takes courage to be creative and to put yourself out there and, and to, to put your soul on display because it really is that for, for an artist, we're bearing our souls. We're putting forth all this effort to create this piece of work. And I'm not looking for you to, to judge it or, or to tell me that it's good or to tell me that it's bad. I'm looking for you to say, I appreciate the fact that you took the courage to express this to me through this piece that you just placed in front of me. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, soapbox. This <laughs> 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 is a lot there. Um, how, like, how do you see the Green Bay art and culture scene like growing? I guess where has it been in the very recent past, and where in the in the very recent future? We're not talking 20 years past, 20 years future, but like f maybe five years past, five years future. You like know, I can't necessarily speak to what was even five years ago and I don't want to misspeak. So I don't want to be like, ah, oh, it's, you know, it was terrible five years ago. Like, I don't want to say that because. Are, are these the kind of conversations <laughs> that Sage has or is it more looking forward? Um, we're more forward thinkers. Sure. Um, obviously we participate in those conversations of what was, because like I said, we have to learn from it in order to, to, to make that change. Um, but I, you know, as far as what I'm, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing in conversations is that we look to communities that are already executing amazing art events and we say, how can we replicate that? Well, that's not how Sage thinks. Sage says, how can we make something that is uniquely us? And I think that is the arts culture that Green Bay needs. Definitely. Not to sit and say, you know, Appleton just did that or Milwaukee just did that, is what yeah. is Green Bay gonna do? Mm -hmm. and, and, and so that's, that's what we look to project. Cool. And um, you know, that's what it was with the pop-up gallery. And I think that's why it was so well received. It was free. There was no charge associated with it. It was a huge emphasis for us that it be inclusive, that everyone be allowed to attend if they wanted to, that there were no limits financially or anything like that, and that if there were kids playing in the park behind us that heard the music and wanted to come hang out, that they felt welcome. And, and that's, that's hard because there, there is this sense of this art is for these people and this art is for these people. No, it's for everybody. Absolutely, it's for everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, that excites me, like that energy of like, let's not copy because uh, I see it all the time. Like I said, I try to keep my pulse <laughs> or my finger on the pulse. And yeah, it literally is like, like, and I hear sometimes like decision makers in these places kind of like, oh, Appleton did this, so right. or Oshkosh is doing this, so Green Bay is doing this, so. Um, you know, there's there's inherently no such thing as a completely original idea. However, you know, we can go to these other events and we can see what other people are doing. But I think the first question should be, how do we make it different? How do we create our own culture for Green Bay? Mm -hmm. And and like I said, that's what really we're focusing on doing. And it's fantastic to work with such a large group of fellow artists that are just as enthusiastic as I am to create that. Cool. Yeah, I would say um for green bay uh well just how i think about it and i and i don't 
I don't necessarily know exactly how you meant that. Like, I don't know if you're saying separate from Appleton, Oshkosh, Nina, Sheboygan, Milwaukee, or if you're saying separate Green Bay from Denver, Nashville, yeah, no. Cali. <laughs> I'm just thinking Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Let's not get too big. <laughs> gotcha. So I would actually, um, and I was going to say you should reach out to a, a guy who's my age who's trying to build kind of an artist, similar artist community here sure. in Appleton. Sure. Um, I think he calls it outlaws and artists um but yeah i would say like in as northeast wisconsin like i think we need to work together almost like there's like the twin cities sure like it, it at least to the outside world it doesn't seem like saint paul um and minneapolis are like smashing each other mm-hmm. and like we need to separate ourselves but like um and I mean, some of these cities are so close um, and kind of like what we were talking about earlier sure. with just like that culture of like, I don't want to do, I don't want to try new things. Sure. I don't want to drive 30 minutes to go do something. Yeah. Um, I really hope to see Northeast Wisconsin come together to create their own identity. So it's kind of ironic that you say that because we discovered oh my gosh, well, too far in, that we had scheduled a pop-up gallery the same night as the De Pere Art Walk. Mm. And the De Pere Art Walk ended at 8, and our event started at 7 and ran until 10. So for me, and and my previous experiences living outside of the Green Bay area, it would be like, oh, fantastic, we have an entire night of art that we can participate in. Mm-hmm. But the initial reaction was, oh, crap, now nobody's going to come to our event because they're going to stay in De Pere. And then not only that, but that's De Pere. We still have Green Bay. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people that can attend you know, both, one or the other, and we're still going to have our cup overflowing with participation. So. Right. Um, yeah, but exactly what you're saying. Like, there is no reason why we shouldn't float. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Louisville used to do, uh, or they still do, and it's a fantastic, the trolley hop. And it was in the Nulu district, which is full of art galleries and eclectic shops and stuff like that. And it was gallery after gallery and you got you went to everything you didn't go to it to see one artist you went to it to see the entire neighborhood why can't we do that yeah absolutely yeah i think there's got to be a mix because like now that you say it like i i think northeast wisconsin needs to come together basically from fondy to door county and like create this identity as a region but also you want your your neighborhoods like green bay should have something green bay about it and appleton should have something appleton about it um for sure if we're ever gonna like become bigger than we are well and even um i really love to go to algoma it kind of has my heart right now Mm -hmm. um and like on the water yeah well but they do the the gallery walks and it's so laid back and chill and you just Mm -hmm. go from space to space kind of like i was talking about from louisville and but the fact that they're on the water in immediately creates their own kind of environment that would be different than if you were in downtown green bay or if you were here in appleton on college avenue you know so that Mm -hmm. is their own environment to create their own atmosphere so yeah very cool what i'm most excited about is um all this stuff coming together Mm -hmm. uh like stuff that we're doing on like the media side hopefully we're reaching some young people sure all the stuff you're doing publicly um, and groups like you are really putting art on a pedestal which i think is a good thing Mm -hmm. and i think there needs to be permission 
especially for kids so it's like i don't know like when you're an adult it's like take your own permission you know what i mean um but the more kids that get told that there's permission early on like they're more likely to be like i'm like you were saying i might be supported they'll feel that support like i might be supported if i go through it you know we talked one of our ideas was to you know present an art gallery that involved younger kids outside of the school environment so that they had you know they showed up in a gallery setting with their parents or whatever and had a piece of art to be proud of in that environment Mm -hmm. you know there's studies that prove that that is very you know uplifting and advantageous for kids at a really young age and i mean i can speak to my own daughter who you know i sit at a sewing machine every day and Mm -hmm. she suddenly wanted to participate so i said well you know let's start making cat toys and the look on her face when she's selling a a little cat toy for 250 is priceless to me Mm -hmm. or the moments that i'm sitting at the sewing machine with her now she hasn't done it in a while because (laughs) summer um but you know that's that's a bonding moment that's an experience and like we were talking about earlier taking my kids with me when I do the the markets Mm -hmm. that's that's a memory for them some people take their kids to the park on a Wednesday or a Thursday I take my kids to a market you know and it's just different absolutely I think um, really any place that wants to thrive needs to invest in the youth as much as possible and we do it from a school standpoint like we have great schools but it's like there's nothing exciting for them once they get out of school and that's why they go to big cities and then come back when they're 35. Well and and it's funny because I'm going to talk about this pop-up gallery I'm really proud of it I guess (laughs) but one of um, one of the concepts that we executed was that you could touch the art Mm. and so it's seven o'clock and the event's starting and there's a family of five, three kids and their parents and they walk in and they're at the entrance and I'm there too. And the first thing those parents say was, don't touch anything. And it was like, wait, 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 no, <laughs> do touch it. We want you to touch it. We want you to interact with it. And I mean, even for the parents, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, this is going to be so much more fun now because I don't have to worry about my kids putting their fingers where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, like you're saying, fostering that environment or saying it's okay to get paint on your shirt. Like when, right. I, you know, like I watched one kid get paint on her shirt on Saturday. And it's like, it's okay. It's going to be fine because she's painting this house. It's going to be up in this community art gallery and she's going to be really proud of it. And we're not going to remember that she got that little paint stain on her shirt because it's probably going to come out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. I really think once that takes hold and obviously everything takes time and, and, you know, growth. Um, but the more that that takes hold, the more likely it is that super talented people, that have crazy dreams when they're young Mm -hmm. can become like the crazy awesome inspirational artists for the next generation absolutely and all of a sudden all of a sudden there can be this this community that's like you know maybe individuals can supersede the community in a way that like hollywood has or in a way that like Mm -hmm. um like big cities like chicago new york um and those type of individuals can start to emerge. Well, and I think along the same lines when we're talking about kids and the heart of the child and inspiring them, you know, art is also a means by which we as adults can feel like kids again, can have that carefree nature by which we're creating and by which we're being silly and, you know, getting dirty or messy. It doesn't have to be formal. 
right? Mm -hmm. We don't have to sit down and painstakingly try to create some kind of a landscape. We can just sit down and make. It doesn't have to have a designated beginning and an end. It's all about you Mm -hmm. and just taking time for yourself. And I think that's why our energy (laughs) as a group is so great because we're silly, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, we're snarky, we're sassy, we're we're super smart alecky, but at the end of the day, we feel fantastic because we had so much fun Mm -hmm. and we didn't have to worry about meeting the approval of somebody else that's awesome yeah have you ever listened to alan watts no oh okay (laughs) he's like a philosopher from the 60s he actually brought yoga to america or like zen buddhism i think it was actually um but he's got like a whole thing about basically life um everyone treats life like it's all about the finale Mm-hmm. Um, and like, but if life was just a finale or like if, if we only listened and valued finales, we would just repeatedly play seven second, like crashing chords. It's sure. like, that's what the finale of the song is, is like 18 different instruments coming to back to that home note and just like, psh. um, but he's like, yeah, it's funny. Cause there's like this, that carrot dangling in front of you. Like I got to graduate, then I got to get my master's and I got to yeah. get the job, then the raise. Yeah then the kid and and then all of a sudden at the end um you're like oh i guess it was a musical thing all along and it was really all just about the dance yeah and and that's you know as sage that's why we we equally emphasize sharing your story be unapologetically yourself you know you bring a lot to the table our differences are what colors our world and i don't mean to be super cliche (laughs) but, but i mean it really is the truth being able to say this is who i am this is what I make, this is what I do. You know, it allows us as fellow makers alongside them to lift them up, to support them. Like I said earlier, we use social media. Like um, some of our members are absolutely fantastic that when somebody posts, hey, I made this, that it gets shared, mm-hmm. right? And and there we work in so many different artistic mediums that it's such a great space for us to feel, again, so comfortable sharing our stories and being who we are and being supported for that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You guys should uh, consider doing like videos, like video introductions to your your people. So um, we do. Well, I I tend to be the one that talks all the time, but um, in case you couldn't tell, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, we do that a lot. I just did that actually in our group, but we haven't done it on the business page. So that's actually an excellent idea. We had a handful of people that did. Um, when Sage had our second birthday, um, did live video like from their studios or from their homes or wherever that they work. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a decent bit of introverts <laughs> in, in the group too. So yeah, I would I would even because like live video is difficult. Um, I don't even do live video when I post stuff in our group because <laughs> it, it ends up like I, I would never make it all the way through. Like I can't believe I'm making it through right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would suggest just doing short little introductions mm-hmm. that you can kind of cut up a little bit. Sure. You can do it on your phone, just like, hey, this is um, Jessica Blank. She makes hammocks, and this yeah. is what her business is called, and yeah. she's been doing it. And then Jessica would come on and just be like, um, yeah, I've been making hammocks for 13 years. This is the coolest one I've ever made. We actually have two of our videographers that have spent the summer with us kind of showcasing who Sage is and who we are and what we do. And so I'm hoping that a good bit of that footage allows people to see genuinely 
who we are. I mean, Mm because there's a difference between like how you present yourself on social media and the words that you use. And then when you're actually out there doing your thing and interacting with the community, what gets captured that way. And so far, um, what those boys have done has been absolutely fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to that all coming together like a documentary to just show everybody that there's some really great art in Green Bay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So how can people get involved with Sage? Um, so we are in the process of setting ourselves up inside the premiere, which um, the exact address is 520 uh, North Broadway. So we're at the tail end of the Broadway district. Um, and the building is still uh, being remodeled, but that's where you can find us monthly for our meetings. Um, because we're a nonprofit, we post our meetings um, on our business page. So you can always find those there. That's a great first step. Come mm-hmm. to a meeting. Um, see how we interact with each other and see who we are. Um, beyond that, you can always message um, and ask you know, any questions that you'd have. If you want to jump right in, we have a group page um, for artisans and makers. Um, you have to answer a handful of questions, which basically just says that you commit to keeping Sage a positive environment because that's huge for us. Like we have created a, a culture of positivity that is absolutely invaluable but you can search out the group um if you search for sage as a group you have to put periods after each um, letter so it's s period a period and so on mm-hmm. um but other than that um yeah meetings and we're at the last night market in september we're at art street this weekend um, friday through sunday with a booth explaining who we are and what we do sweet yeah and that's where is Art Street? So Art Street is in um, downtown Green Bay. Oh, shoot, don't ask me the exact words. They'll find it. It's pretty big. I mean, up. it's kind I'll of unmistakable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. 